now. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. This is Walking Purposes, episode 11. Wow, 11. Um, again, I want to say thank you for all the listeners and loyal supporters with Uplift Kings and Walking Purpose Podcast. Walking Purpose Podcast is pretty much men all around the world telling a story about mental health and any challenges, pretty much the ups and downs about life. We're just talking about life, and together we are uplifting kings, uplifting each other, pretty much. My guest, my amazing guest today is Marcus Simpson, pretty much. Uh, feel free to introduce yourself, sir. Hey. Well, first off, thank you for the invite. I really do appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. Um, I'm glad that you have this platform to uplift kings. Um, I don't think people understand just how much it needs to happen um, yeah. because people are too, they're too fixated on the exterior versus the interior. Um, and so when you uplift, you know, you can't just do it exteriorly. You got to do it from the internal too. So I am very excited um, to be on and I look forward to this fun time we're about to have. Oh yeah. <laughs> fun time. Just two amazing men just having a great conversation, you know, um, before we start, how you feeling right now? Like, what's what's your mindset? What's going on right now currently with everything going on? Okay, I mean, let's start with uh, COVID. COVID is weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> COVID is COVID is weird. Um, of course, you have what you hear on the news, and mm -hmm. then you know your own personal research, and then that your own male intuition. You know, you're like. Uh, some of this stuff don't seem right to me, but I can't really put my finger on it. Um, but I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm still working. Um, I mean, some of the side hustle, you know, every male has a side hustle, you know. Yeah. Something, a little something, something on the side, just in case, or, you know, for something. Mm -hmm. The little side hustle took a little hit, but I don't want for nothing. Hey. You know, I'm, I'm thanking God because I, you know, sometimes we rely on our side hustles too much, and, you know, like, mm, let me see what you're going to do with your side hustle. And I got extra cash. Uh-huh. I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful. I know some people who who's not in my shoes, and I, I was the first one. I ain't going to be able to survive this. Nah, God's taking care of me. And so, yeah. um, I learned to, like, count my blessings. Yes, sir. Even the midst of headaches and financial setbacks, I was like, okay, I learned to look at what I do have, you know. Is if you if you really outweigh what you do have, what you're blessed about, there's somebody who's like thinking you live like a king, right? <laughs> right. There's people out here like, yo, you balling. It's like, nah, man, you balling. They're like, yeah. yo, you got my shit, nah, man. I just got this little, you know, I just got this little something, something over here. It uh -huh. works for you. Yeah. You know? It was like, but how? It's like, I don't know, man. It's all God. Yeah. I, I can't stress myself. I can't worry. Agree. It's half that. That, that instant uh, gratitude every morning. Right, immediately. Yeah, have that immediately. Thank you for uh, an apartment to stay in. Thank you for food. Thank you for a job. Thank you for everything. Like, you're like, dang, I got a lot. You realize you got a lot to be thankful for. You know, you start listing it off. Right? <laughs> yeah. And that's that's how it starts. And, you know, living a life a life of gratitude, you know, then you're opening up, you're opening up yourself for more things. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, some people are like, oh, we're talking about guys. No, that's just a life principle. If you open up yourself um, because you're living a life of gratitude, good things are going to come your way. You just set things in motion for yourself. And, you know, I am really counting my blessings. Um, like you said, I find new things to be thankful for every day, not just because God's providing, just because really 
I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate that. Right. I know I didn't do it. It's just yeah. happening. Yeah. It's just happening. Yeah. The, the amazing circle and praying for discernment on the high level. Yes, sir. I do that every day. Every, when I say every move that I make, I have to pray about it. You know, mm -hmm. I want to interview. Oh, God, like, nah. <laughs> and that's a good thing. So it's just, it's, it's um, I, I'm grateful that I have men like yourself to talk to. Right. To support me. It, it feels good, you know, to have men who look like me and we all in the same, trying to encourage each other, you know. Right. It really goes a long way. And that goes to my next question. Like, what's your advice for a man who's got this COVID going on, you got racism going on, and you got so much going on all at once. And there are guys who feel like, I don't, I don't see nothing positive. How do I keep my mindset strong through all this? Okay. So that was that was a couple of them. Let me let me yeah, start. That's right a question. <laughs> it's fine. The, the first the first positive thing is you. Yeah. If you don't wake up every day and look yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, God needs me on this earth to be a blessing to someone else. Yeah. I need to be a blessing to myself first. Yeah. But after that, God has me on this earth for a reason. Right. Take COVID out the picture, take racism out the picture, take all that stuff out the picture. At the beginning of every day and at the end of every day, you are important, you're needed, you have what it takes, you're a dreamer, you can accomplish everything that you want to accomplish. You just have to remind yourself every morning, hey, this is what I'm here for. I'm going to, even if it's one step, even if it's just sliding one toe for it, you did more than what you did yesterday. Yeah. So right there, that's that's one. Now, you know, when it comes to racism and um, social injustice, I've been talking about this on a couple other podcasts. I'm I'm more on the lines of this has been going on. This right. has been going on. This ain't nothing new. If right. you've had an ear to hear and eyes to see, this ain't nothing new. Mm -hmm. It's still it was before everything. You know was publicized on the news and I'm not taking away from that. It right. was guys like us was willing to tolerate certain things as long as it didn't ex affect our, our sphere of influence. Right. Now, and I'm not just saying uh, because of things is happening. It's so common now that it's like, wait, hold up. This might, if this could uh, affect uh, or affect my sphere of influence based off I just went outside at the right time because me, I'm going to stay in a quiet neighborhood. That's where I want to be. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm older. Yeah. I'm older. I, I don't have the, hey, 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 hey. I don't have all that no more. Me it's too. not that it's not that it's not there. It's, yeah. Yeah. hey man, I, I'm trying to plan for this uh, vacation. I got other stuff. Yeah. So quiet neighborhood. Yeah. Now the uh, social injustice, the racism is happening everywhere, even though it's always been in our eyes in plain sight. Mm -hmm. Now we're choosing to open up our eyes. Now, what are we opening up our eyes to? Something that we neglected? Or is this something that that's really bothering us? Because the truth of the matter is, yeah, we look the same, but your area of influence is different than mine. Mm -hmm. Though our, our, our walks may be parallel, you specialize in a certain area and I specialize in a certain area. Right. 
if I was to come over to your area and try to do what you're doing, my area is going to lack. And so I think one of the positive things that's, that's, um, all this racism and social injustice is bringing light to is that we have forgotten about our togetherness. We have forgotten about our community. We have forgotten that we all matter. And that's not to say, oh, you're saying, I'm talking about black men. I'm talking about uplifting, just males in general. We matter, what do you mean? One male, one healthy adult male in a community can not only stop things from coming in, but can stop things from going out. <laughs> and people don't understand it until you, 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 you void a community of a healthy, strong male. I'm not talking about Jack with muscles, or I'm talking about a guy who's confident in himself, knows his purpose, is able to speak um, for himself, and knows who he is. Because there's a lot of guys out here, they're speaking, but they don't know who they are. Yeah. There's a lot of guys out here, they got the muscle, but they're applying a the muscle in the wrong areas. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know everybody finds, all right, the racism, social injustice, all right, cool. We have to do something about it as, as men especially black men. Yeah. And this is the time where, Hey, okay, you headed that direction. I can support. We have to find a way to link. Yeah. Because not, not all of our ideas are not all of our ideas are going to agree, mm-hmm. but right. they're not supposed to agree. Why? Because I'm influential in my sphere. You're influential in your sphere, though. It might cross and we have common ground. There's some things we don't have common ground. That doesn't mean that we're different. Yeah. That just means that's what you do. That's what I do. So how can we advance together? Powerful. That, that's so powerful. And we don't have to compete with each other, you know, and, and we don't have to be, you can have the same business that I got. Those mean you're taking away from what I'm doing, you know, or I'm not ashamed to get a black man. Hey, I love what you're doing, bro. Keep it up. And right, for right. that man that's receiving that, it's like, you know, that, that's a good gift to have. Like, Hey brother, I love what you're doing. Keep it up. And, for you saying that to him, that might he might be on his man. The heck with all this and all that, and you hear that he's like another black man told me I'm doing good. Right, that felt good, you know. Right, I don't think people understand um, the 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 thing that's so great about black excellence is this diversity. Yeah, and it's creativity. Yeah, so I need you. I actually need your competition. Why? Because you're going to cause me to be excellent. Yeah. Uh-huh. And some people, like they don't look at it like, like, no, I need a gym partner because I ain't going to cut it. I can drink all the pre-workout I want to, but if my man's come and I know what he faced on a daily, I know what he faced on a daily, he'd be like, no, we're going to be committed. Yeah. We're going to be committed and we're going to do what we have to do. And I'm just like, okay, cool. So I need that diversity. I need that difference of opinion, and I also need that reassurance. It's not going to do anything, but for a healthy male, it's going to help him help him to grow. Yeah, yeah. And um, speaking of growth, I feel like, like in life, there are a lot of challenges we face, as far as like depression, whether it's suicide ideations, whether it's just setbacks in life. And I really feel like, as uh, you post to go what you go through, give thanks to God for actually bringing you out of situation and give a hand back and help you out to that next person. And say, hey, I've been through this. I can help you out. You know, um, my question is, have you ever faced anything as far as 
any depression, any suicidal ideations, any setbacks in life um, that you had to go through in your past. Whew. All right. So this is the seventh year of me being a divorcee. Okay. And it's also the seventh year of my dad passing. Okay. So I, before that happened, I really thought I was a strong person. Mm -hmm. I, was, I could face adversity. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Extremely optimistic. Um, but one of the things that I tell, because um, um, I work in mental health, one of the things I tell the people is like, look, and my old pastor told me this. He said, it takes the perfect storm. That's all it takes. It just takes the perfect storm. It doesn't have to be in a lavish storm. It just has to be the storm, a storm specifically designed to offset you. Yeah. And that's what it took. I was I was good. I was going through the motions, you know, going through a divorce. And it was nasty. It was real nasty. Mm -hmm. Real nasty. But I was still good. I just had it. I just had that tank. I was still good. But what I, where I wasn't good was when my dad passed. And then once that happened, I remember going in. I could feel the temperature outside before I went in after we left the hospital, after he passed, I went outside and I could tell you that the wind was blowing, but I couldn't tell you whether it was hot air or cold air. Mm. I had become so numb and boom, the storm started. Right. So, and when I tell you, it took me a while to get through the storm. Like folks are like, you're just functioning. It's like, it's nothing else I can do. It was, it was to a point to where my birthday gift for my mom's was like, just keep living. Mm. Just, just keep living. There one thing you could tell me: when a storm is specifically designed for you, there's only one person going to get you out that storm. There's only one compass that's going to lead you to dry land, some stability, and that's God. And like I said, it doesn't have to be for me. It's something for you. It's something for another male. It's something else. Yeah. But that combination, that combination, really. When I tell you it really messed with my equilibrium, my thought process, the way I approach life, I was a very colorful person. And when I mean colorful, I grew up in South Florida. So everybody that in our neighborhood was poor. So you just got used to it. Right. So it, it wasn't about it wasn't about uh, color, skin or anything. You went knocked on the door. Hey, y'all got some sugar. Cool. Hey, you got some milk. I was a very colorful person. I, I, my mom raised me well. Um, not so much after the, after the divorce and, the, and the, um, my father passing. I couldn't, I couldn't be who I wanted to be. I was reserved. I was very black and white. Um, it was either boom or boom. There was no gray area. There was nothing. Very came very close-minded, even though I was progressively thinking. I was still closed-minded. I think one of the things that saved me was I worked in mental health. I was bleeding, working in mental health, saving other folks and couldn't save myself. Wow. Yeah. Couldn't save myself. Yeah. I I am working literally with kids that, that are that are acting upon their suicidal ideation. I am I am walking them through that that defining moment, that crisis but I couldn't walk myself through it when I left my job. Weights wasn't working. Uh, pills wasn't working. 
cough syrup wasn't working, wasn't nothing working. Yeah. Physical harm to myself wasn't working. Uh, nothing was working. Yeah. But I'm telling you, went to work. You couldn't even tell. You could feel it, but you couldn't tell I was going through something, you know. And it's funny how that'll shape you. I'm good now. Right. It took me a journey. I made some decisions that put me in a, in a cycle to where I had to go back and learn some more lessons. Instead of just walking through it and getting through it, I made some decisions that made me go back three steps. And it wasn't until I uh, specifically started breaking those behavior cycles, I continually went forward, went forward, went forward, went forward to where I, here I am today. Like I still have some residuals of it. Before me experiencing the depression, the suicide ideation, um, I probably, if I would have seen a therapist and they diagnosed me, they probably told me I was bipolar. Um, it was, I was, it was a vast range of emotions mm-hmm. out of control. You couldn't tell. I use, if you see me, like, he's really, really quiet and he wears the same thing all the time. Oh. Literally short sleeve shirt, pants, because I can't feel the weather outside. Wow. I can't feel the water when I'm taking a shower. It's just only way I know it's hot is because I turned to left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I turned to left. Uh-huh. I didn't turn to right. So, right. You know, people looking at me and I was like, I can't do anything. I have no feelings. I have, I just don't feel anything. Um, the old folks used to say, my mom and grandma and them's like, you just numb. I never knew what it felt like to be emotionally numb. Mm-hmm. I knew what it felt like to be emotionally unstable, but not just numb, just like, hmm. But like I said, I, I ain't gonna <laughs> wear it out long. Just, it took, it took a process. I had to, I even had to go see a grief counselor. Okay. Me? Go yeah. see a grief counselor? Yeah. And folks were like, huh? And the the funny thing is, like you said, where you're hearing it from someone else propels you. Went to go talk to a grief counselor after I, I have fought a couple people. It's like, I don't need to talk to nobody. I'm good. I'm good. Of course, yeah. I work with therapists. So I'm getting pro bono stuff. They They see me. And they can see the mask. They can see the mask. So they was like, hey, you don't have to live that way. If you ever need me, I got you. So I eventually went to go see a grief grief counselor. And she was like, man, you told me after what you told me, she said, I don't seen a lot of people go through a lot less. She said, you're doing really good. And I'm like, I am? She's like, yeah, heck yeah, you're doing real good. I'm just like, cool, leaving there. Mindset change. I'm doing good. I'm better than I was yesterday. Right. I'm better than I was yesterday. I don't feel better than yesterday. I am. I am. It's not about my feelings because we both know our feelings can change. Yeah. My, okay. I have my convictions. Um, I have my convictions. But your convictions are what you're experiencing in that very moment. The moment I got revelation, you're better than what you think you are. You're a lot farther ahead than you are. It started to manifest itself. Okay. It started to manifest itself, and I'm here today, chilling. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you are. When you get those moments, you start to feel like, you know what? I'm doing better. You know what? I'm going to come out of this. And me experiencing depression, too, not the same issue, of course, but right. 
when like when you yourself get to that point where you want to say, well, you know what, I'm doing good. We had those self-talk moments, like I'm doing better than yesterday. And I learned to like, literally take it one day at a time, like it'll be one second. And especially with the grieving process, to be honest, I'm still grieving with my grandma. And sometimes I do feel numb and that still hurts. You know what I'm saying? So in the day, like we're all human, you know. As, as a man, you talk to, nah, where you, you know, you ain't got to say nothing. You gotta carry on this this anger, this rage, and be like, I'm human. I'm allowed to feel how I feel. You know, yeah. whether yeah. I want to express it or not, I can feel how I feel, you know. And, right. Yeah. That is I think that is one thing that is robbing us is black males. Mm-hmm. other males robbing others of their humanity or mm-hmm. their their expression yeah like, like i said for me we all have different breaking points but we don't know our breaking points yeah <laughs> it yeah. just happened boom and it breaks you'd be like wait what is this wait yeah. what what, yeah. what is this because right, right before before this happened i i can i can give you 95 percent chance if you ask the people I hung around, they'll tell you, Marcus don't have no insecurities. He, he's not insecure. He's very cheerful. Mm-hmm. He, he can motivate himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to look at people like, how can you be insecure? What mm-hmm. do you mean? Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Mm-hmm. The whole time, I'm robbing them of their, their humanity. Right. Robbing them. Why? Because I had this, this fantastic tank the whole time. I didn't have the perfect, I didn't experience the perfect storm. Right. I went through my perfect storm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how does people live without insecurities? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, how do how do you how do you just go do? How do you just go do? You like complete one eighty. Yeah, but yeah. I got myself back to where it is. Like, look, I can still have insecurities, and I can speak to those insecurities. Mm-hmm. I'm better than I was yesterday. Okay, cool. I didn't get it done today. I'm gonna wake up early tomorrow. To get it done. And I'm gonna get it done. Yeah. Even if yeah. it's only a, a bit and piece of it. I don't care if it's if it's a stacking a Lego on top of each other. At least it's one more Lego than I stacked yesterday. Yeah, right. Not to be and, and not to be too hard on, on yourself, you know, and society has taught us as men that it's not okay to feel how you feel. It's not okay to cry if you're breathing. It's not okay to express yourself. But people get excited about seeing a black man angry, you know. I've seen a man angry, you know, and I've been to those points where it's like, oh, I got all this anger, all this rage, and how do you get it out, you know? And like you said earlier, you know, I mean, and if you're talking about wearing a mask, it's kind of like how you wear the mask out on public right now. You wearing a mask, and your mask says anger, your mask says says depression, your mask says suicide, your mask says I don't trust females, and having that freedom of slowly taking it off and revealing who you are to people you trust, of course. Right. And that's question is, how important is it to, to express yourself, to break the stigma? It's, it's, very, it's, it's very important that I express myself. Um, and to that, it is vital for me to express myself and have accountability partners to make sure that I'm expressing myself. If it's one person that I know I cannot, I cannot hide from, it's me. Yeah. And so the people, the people in my circle, there when I sit and talk to them, ain't no question that they can't ask me. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. 
yeah, I walked out of it, but that doesn't mean they don't call me. Yeah, right, right. And, and I'm entitled to that feeling. Mm -hmm. I had to live that. Yeah. That's just like somebody having a near-death experience. Like you said, my near-death experience ain't yours, but it don't mean that it ain't a near-death experience. Good point. <laughs> yeah. A near-death experience is a near-death experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everybody's and, different, yeah. Right. I'm like, oh, you saw for that. I'm like, no, people handle pain differently. You know, everybody got this. We all, we don't, we all have our different roles to, to get to where you're supposed to be at. Right. And that be, it, it could be the same issue, but it won't be the same. Nobody has the exact same little story. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's story is you go through what you go through, you recover. One person might handle it differently. One person might express his feelings rage one person like you know what i'm good i'm gonna get through this and having those having those circles of, of amazing friends and amazing family and that's something i got too i got people that i count on that won't judge me you know i keep my circle tiny <laughs> you know you can't you can't let everybody in your circle you really you really can't and that's 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 important to have great people in your circle you know Look, when that who you have in your circle is going to help shape you and it's going to define you. And I mean, even even as males. Is your advice propelling me or keeping me in a perpetual state that's going to lead to stagnation? Um, I, I had this conversation earlier with someone about um, about people and, and their gifts. And for a person like me, I'm a creator. Mm -hmm. I like to create. So if you put me in a room and you confine me and you don't let me create, I'm now constricted. Okay. Creative people, the, the worst thing that can happen to them is for their mind to close. And I, now I was, and that's why I said the storm was so perfect because it closed my mind, closed my mind to love. It closed my mind to hope. It, it caused me not to see. I no longer. I'm no longer seeing. I'm just dealing right here in the moment. Yeah. Therefore, I'm constricted. I'm, if anybody knows the thing about uh, snakes and constriction, it chokes the life out of you. Yeah. I didn't die, but who I was wasn't there. I was just a shell of myself. Right. So with that whole oh rage, rage. Let me tell you something. Angry black man is profitable. Out of control black man is profitable. Mm. So it's tolerated. It's encouraged. Yeah. We're going to see it. We yeah. love it. Yeah. Ooh, show me that strong masculinity. Anger is not masculine at all. <laughs> at all. It's a response to something that you experience. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> you know, that's, that's like, stop playing me, man. That's, that's, no. It's yeah. profitable. Yeah. Um, other black men has to see it see it like that. Why is it so? T why is it profitable? Because where we where we head up at? Jail. Yep. Dead. Dead. Mm -hmm. Funeral director getting paid. The persons who own the jail get paid. The research, the medical research that they're doing, the test on little kids, they're getting paid. The doctors are getting paid to over medicate these kids. <laughs> who who ain't getting paid? You. Right. 
Yeah. You just you just got pimped by everything, by everybody. Mm-hmm. They just pimped you. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, you know, you think anger and rage is masculine. No, it's not at all. You just put yourself on a, on the market. Yeah. Somebody's coming to get you. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to prey on you, P-R-E-Y. Somebody's going to prey on you. It's nothing like a strong black man in the system. Yeah. Nothing. They, angry. They, yeah, they, they, they love that. They, they love it. Angry. Gets you riled up. And you make man. that, instead of just thinking, not saying it's easy, but sometimes you got to think, use your brain first before yeah, you yeah. work on certain things. I know how to keep my mind, keep my, my mind and my spirit strong through this COVID situation. Especially when I couldn't go to the gym, to be honest with you. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> and not having an outlet, you know, so I had to create new opportunities. I'm like, I got to find new outlets. I got to find something great, you know, to keep your, keep your mind strong. You know, it's very important. You know? It is. It is. A, a closed-minded black man is a danger to himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that doesn't mean you have to be – it's different ways to close a black man's mind. It all depends on the person. It's individual – uh, it's it's specific to that individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's specific to that individual because we're all an individual at the end of the day. You can't group us all together. Mm-hmm. And so a closed-minded black man, is just, he's a danger to himself. Why? He ain't going to see what's coming. Not because you, you're, not, you're not thinking clearly. Right. I can be like, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> he closed. He, he can't hear. You can't hear anything. All you, just, all you, you just see what you're going through. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not seeing it. You know, it's yeah. A wise man uses all his senses. Got to all his senses. Got Why? Because just senses can betray you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One yeah. sense can betray you. Yeah. If if you got all your senses, why not use all of them? Right. So true. So that um, as an individual, like sometimes some people struggle with confidence, struggle with, with self-love pretty much. I'd experienced that too, like going through depression and trying to find yourself. So my next question is, what do you say to that person who maybe listened to his interview, watching the interview video, whatever the case may be, and struggling with self-love? Struggling, like what's your self-love mean to you pretty much in that person's advice? Self-love to me is what motivates me. My purpose in life is to encourage, uplift, and provide support. Um, if you look at the word confidence, everybody has confidence. And people are like, I don't agree with that. I say, I know you don't agree with it. That's why you need to go look at the definition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Confidence is one of those tricky words. Yeah. And depending on if it's a negative, we change the word. Right. But confidence is just confidence. If we just stick to the word, it takes confidence to keep yourself down. It takes confidence to build yourself up. Right. Confidence is one of those words that we just associate with the good, but we take it away from the bad. Mm-hmm. So now self-love, on the other hand, we, we started off that way. That person in the mirror is... Th- the most important person on earth. Sorry. What do you mean? I'm sorry. When I wake up in the morning, I'm the most important person on earth. Why? Because God has me here for a purpose. Exactly. Well, I don't, I don't understand my purpose. 
all right, just live for today. Yeah. What do you mean just live for today? I'm not saying go out and be reckless. I'm just saying, hey, if you like comic books, go read a comic book. And if that's the only thing you ma you manage to do today, do it. Return to the thing that makes you you. Yeah. What makes you you? I I can remember going going through the depression. Everything that my family and friends would do, they'd be like, "Find you. What makes you you? If you need to go help somebody, go do it. Why? Because that's how." That's how I love myself. I take care of myself, you know, the way I want to take care of myself. Yeah. You know, somebody else might not agree, but the first person I acknowledge after God is me. And I have faults. I have things that I need to approve on, but I'm better than I was yesterday. Right. Sometimes we got to be petty with ourselves. Okay. I'm not, I don't have the business like I said I was going to have, but I have three sentences on my business plan. Hey, start it. You got to be petty. You got to go yeah. tick the tack with yourself. That's a good point. That, that's, a, that's a great point. Yeah. 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 Be petty about it. When those thoughts come, speak back to, to those thoughts. Mm hmm Or you know, I love myself. Yeah. I'm going to change my behaviors. Yeah. It's tough right now. I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not alone. I choose to be alone. Mm -hmm. You know, some people look like, well, I can't see. Well, if you can't see, get around people who can't see. Get around people who can't see. Yeah. This podcast is here and you got people who can see. What right. do you mean? You have people who, who was once blind, but now they can see. Right. <laughs> Yo, it's it's that's that's the thing. Technology is going to eliminate a lot of stuff. There is no magic pill that I can give you that's going to make you love yourself. Right. I'm not a magician. I'm not God. The doctors can give you as many meds as you want. Mm -hmm. Meds is to help. You got to. There's something about you that you're going to have to do, and it it doesn't matter what you do as long as you do something. Yeah, yep. Even this one little thing, you do something because your relationship with yourself affects every single thing. Every single every thing. Every single thing. You cannot give love to somebody else if you ain't loving yourself. Right. You can be married and have five kids and all this, and if you ain't loving this person right here, the person in the mirror looking at you, it's not going to be any good. Right, and what'll happen is you'll start to devalue everything around you, and yep. He was like, you won't even know that you're devaluing it. Like, why? Because the fact that you don't love yourself first, you already decreased the value of everything around you. Yeah, so true. We have to, if you, oh, I, I, I know what I deserve. I know what I deserve. What? What do you deserve? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't love yourself, you're going to abuse everything around you. Yeah. Why? Because you're going to think it's them and it's really you. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's just a self-reflection. A lot of people love all the, they love love as I'm being spoiled. That's not love. That's a materialistic thing. It is. A part of love is discipline. If you are not disciplined in whatever craft or whatever thing you take up, you're not going to experience 
the thing that you desire the most if you're not disciplined. A part of love is discipline. You take discipline out of love, that ain't love. Won't work. Yeah. Won't work. Any kind of way, it won't work. Yeah. So self-love, it starts with acknowledging who you are, where you're heading, your purpose, embracing your flaws. People are like, well, what do you mean by embracing your flaws? You know what? I'm carrying too much weight. I need to see what weight it is. I need to be able to go talk to somebody and just ask her, hey, do you think I'm too hard on myself? Heck yeah, bro. What you mean? You don't see it? Nah, I don't. Bruh, let me tell you. Remember last week when you was talking? Bro, that wasn't even your fault. And you was kirking. It wasn't even your fault. <laughs> I heard <laughs> that same sentence before. <laughs> that exact sentence. <laughs> that's how it is. Yes. But that's how it is. When you yeah. open up yourself to, mm-hmm. to loving on yourself, you will yeah. run into people that are that's going to love on you. Be like, yo, bro, you like the best thing since sliced bread, man. I be modeling myself after you. That's why I be trying to figure out why you so hard on yourself, man. You be tripping. <laughs> you sitting up there be like, I didn't know you felt like that. Look, yeah. I cannot rely on someone else to motive to uplift me if I'm not going to uplift myself. Sure. That's placing them in a position that they wasn't built or nor designed for. That's a lot of that's, pressure. Right. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And what most folks don't understand is pressure creates. Mm-hmm. Pressure creates. Pressure is a force applied upon another force. If you're looking for somebody to uplift you, they didn't wake up to do that. Right. Not even, not even your significant other, your wife, your spouse, your boo, whatever you want to call. Mm-hmm. That ain't their job. You have to love on yourself first. And then they come and y'all come together and y'all build love together. You're putting too much pressure on them. And what what happened? When pressure um, creates negatively, you get a negative result. Yep. When pressure creates something positive, look, the best thing, the young lady that I'm talking to now, when she started applying pressure to me, it's, hey, you need to be more disciplined about your time. Now, me, three or four years ago, I'm 35. Who you, who, who you think you're talking to? Yo, yeah. you trying to check me? Yeah, yeah. Me now, I'm be like, hey, yo, what else you got up in there? <laughs> you got anything yeah. else up in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She looking at me like, huh? I'm like, nah, I don't see it how you think I see it. Uh-huh. I need to hear that. What else you got up in there? Oh, oh, you need some coffee? I got you. Two cream, three sugars. Yeah, they yeah. looking at you funny like, nah, I need a little bit more. What else you got up in there? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I see the world differently because I love myself. And what you're, you're saying is something I've most likely already told myself, which means that you're just confirming something that I already know. And you're pushing me to the place where I need to be. Excuse me. Do you have any more of that in there? Yep. Now you heard twice. Yeah. 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 So if you play. Thinking like, dang, I should start this podcast. My fiance like, hey, when, when are you gonna start that? It's <laughs> instead of being like, you why are you telling me what to do? No, it's right. it's not a it's not a love. It's a love language, right? And and yeah. for her, she was like, he, he did it. Yeah. What else would he want? What else did he want to go do? I gotta get him something. Blah 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 blah. Hey, babe, remember when you said you want to do that three three months and five days ago? Like five days? Who's counting like that? Look, 
Don't worry. Pressure yeah. creates. Yeah. Pressure yeah. creates. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell him, hey, pressure <laughs> creates. Pressure yeah. creates. Hey, apply that pressure. Yeah. Why? Because if you can see that pressure in the right way, you can identify the source. And if you identify the source and you value yourself and you know that your significant other, your fiance, your wife, your mother, your sister, friend, whatever it is, they're pushing you towards where you need to go. You're going to create something positive. And what's the end result of that? You happy? They happy? You're going to be like, you know what? That dream that I, I just created, the thing that I just created was too small for me. I should have thought bigger. I need to go up higher. Yeah. I've now increased everybody's value around me because I can go back and acknowledge what they brought to the table when I did this. And it's like, and you know what that's going to do, babe? I knew you weren't thinking higher, but, you know, I think you need to do this and that. Excuse me. You got any more of that? I, you need your coffee. You need two creams and three sugars. I'll be right back. <laughs> like you'll start to value every word that comes out of her mouth. Yes, you're right. And she'd be like, he just listens. I'm like, you uplift me. But it started with me uplifting myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It started by me, A, I need to express some emotions. Yeah. So I, I, this thing hurts. Mm -hmm. This thing hurts. Yeah. It all goes back to square one. You. You. Yeah, you. You. Even in your faith, it goes back to you and God. Yep. Having that relationship. Um, <laughs> Having that relationship. I talk to God like like me and you talking. Right. I learned to um, like to say what's on my mind. Like, ask for what you want to ask for. I'm like, God, can, can you give me some amazing guests? Can you give some amazing black man? Can you give me a mic? Can you give me, like, say say what you want. God be like, I'm waiting for you. That's it. You know, you never know. You say that out your mouth and you believe it's going to happen. You believe you're going to be healthy. You believe you're going to have a good relationship. You believe that your dreams are going to get bigger. It's like, oh, it's one that bad. Step on that comfort zone. And a lot of time, yeah, a lot of times you're sitting there questioning yourself. I don't got this equipment. I ain't got that. I was like, no, but you got me. I'm, I got your back. Start. So, yeah, just go. Just start. <laughs> start. Yeah. Start. That's it. Just start. Don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't worry about uh the intangibles. The intangibles gonna come. It will. Yep. It, it, it's gonna come. What do you mean? Just start with what you have. Yeah. Maybe starting with what you have is gonna lead you to a person like God. You keep telling me to come to this stinking store on the corner in the neighborhood I don't like being in. Why yeah. am I here? It was yeah. that day. That person going to that store, they don't buy anything. They're just waiting outside. Everybody think they're a creepy creeper, but they've been waiting on you for months. And you finally went out there and God be like, hey, that dude right there, like what? Hey, man, what's up? Not man, I'm just tired of coming this day. Why are you here? Blase, blah, blase, blah, man. I, God just told me I need to be out here because I'm supposed to um, give some person this information. What information? <laughs> Whole time. The stuff you've been praying for is at the point where you need to be. It's waiting on you. You just gotta move. Um, yeah. I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a lot of black males out there. They're praying. Yeah. They like, oh, this God thing don't work. This God thing don't work. Okay, cool. Come come talk to another healthy male. Like, when's the last time you moved? When's the last time you moved? Because sometimes you're praying for something and, and you're in, in a you're in an environment that's not conducive for what you're praying for. You gotta move. Yeah. Why? Because if God blesses you there, it's gonna decrease your, your blessings value. Mm -hmm. God ain't gonna do that. Yeah. 
he'll leave it where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I'm not affected where I'm at. Are you sure you're supposed to be there? I wasn't, I wasn't effective being, being depressed. I wasn't effective um, being, uh, having suicidal ideation, suicidal thoughts. I wasn't effective being <laughs> angry. Mm-hmm. So what did I have to do? I had to walk through the process and I was willing to move. Yeah. The moment I was willing to change some things, look myself in a mirror, tell myself I'm gonna be better than I was yesterday, that it is okay. Yes, I did go through it. Yes, I might have to cry tomorrow, but the next day I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna go eat some sushi, I'm gonna get some tea, I'm gonna do what I do because where I need to be, God can't bless me. He cannot, he cannot, I can't be an overcomer if I'm still in the same place. In order to overcome, you're gonna have to move. Yeah. I have to work. And that, that's something that I'm learning myself. And it's like, okay, you, you pray for all this. You need to work. You're putting the work. You have to do it. Step out of that comfort zone. God, I don't like talking on videos. I'm nervous about talking to you, but God's like, don't worry about that. And I realized, like, the more you step out that box, the more it's like, oh, this is not that bad. Okay, not so bad. what you got next? You know, so it's like, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. The more you move, you're going to keep running into stuff like, man, how long has this been here the whole time? Uh, yeah. I'm going to be like, bro, you prayed about that three months ago. I'm already on three years. Of, I'm three years ahead <laughs> of time. We waiting for you to catch up. Yeah. You might want to put a pep in your step because yeah. some of your blessings are time sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you. This was amazing. We definitely going to do this again. I feel like there are a number of topics we can discuss. <laughs> just oh, yeah. off top of the hand, this was like super easy. I didn't really use my questions. <laughs> I told you. I said, just go. I got you. Yeah, got you said you. that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like, just go. Yeah. Like, why? Because yeah. yeah. my circle, they like, hey, ain't you supposed to be doing podcasts? Mm-hmm. Yo, you got a lot to offer. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I went over the questions with my girl. and She was like, oh, you got this. She was yeah. like, we don't, we don't have to... <laughs> You you got this because I'm I'm like all right, immediately tense up. Uh huh. She just asked me the question in a different way, and I just start. She said, "Relax, talk. That's what you do." Yeah, yeah. Oh. Use your words. Trust your, trust your judgment. Um, before we go, tell the audience where to reach you, what you got going on. Before you wrap it up. <clears throat> okay. Well, you can reach me on Facebook um, at Marcus Sampson. It's just Marcus Sampson. It's bold and plain. Um, you'll, you'll, um, hopefully, like you said, you already done gave me that that propelling, that jet fuel. My podcast should be starting hopefully within the next month. Um, All right. Faith, faith-based, um, and it's called Single, Save, and Satisfied. Um, and we're going to discuss a lot of topics, uh, not only from a single male perspective, but also a single female Um I don't look to be single for long, and I believe once I get this over with, then God will move me to the, the next thing, which will be marriage. Um, because it's beautiful. You see two black people married, or you see two people married, especially in these times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. yeah. Yeah, yeah but you can reach me on Facebook. It's I put out motivational uh, quotes maybe two to three times a week. I might put out, start being more uh, consistent with it, um, and yeah. All right, appreciate you, bro. Oh, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. I thank you for inviting me. 